why don't you introduce the podcast? Uh, this is Crime Culture. I'm yep. Caitlin. I'm Haley. That is Haley. Hey. It is indeed Haley. Lee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and should we just jump into it? Any housekeeping? Anything we need to discuss? Um, I'm going to say up top rather than at the end. If you want to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes... Yeah. That would be fantastic. Especially I started to turn it into a yee. <laughs> there's going to be a uh, true crime section on Apple Podcasts now, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. I don't know how many people actually use Apple Podcasts because I see like a lot of people are using CastBox and PodCoin. Go on PodCoin, get paid to listen to podcasts. Bing. Use our, use our uh, code, which I think is just crime culture now. It is? I think so. I thought we posted something that just said it was crime no, culture. No, I thought it was crime G-H-E. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Wait, wait one <laughs> cotton picking minute. I don't think I'm allowed to say that anymore. Wait no, one gosh that's, darn heckin' minute. I, I can't remember what is and isn't. Like, certain things have been disproven to be, like, that whole baby it's cold outside. I don't remember, wh- like, what the consensus is on that anymore. I don't know. It sounds a little rapey. It sounds very rapey to me, but then somebody was like, no, it's like, they, they're they in on it. And I'm like, well, what the fuck oh. does they're in on it mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I don't want to play into that weird sex thing. I don't want to be in on any sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. How did we get here? Um, <laughs> Podcoin. Well, two girls fucked. became friends and decided they wanted to start a podcast. No, I'm talking about the subject. Um... We were going to jump right into it, and then we just got severely lost. But Like every time. Anyway, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That would be really, really helpful. Also, if you want to If you know our us, code. Yeah, if you know our code <laughs> on PodCoin, you could join us there. Um, you could also tell us. <laughs> we don't I don't have it me right now. Um, I just searched the app. I couldn't find it. I'm oh, also okay. technologically challenged. Regardless of what you use to join PodCoin, you should listen to it because you get money to listen to podcasts, which is awesome. And if you don't but, like money... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. If you don't like money, you can always donate it. You, there, that option's there, too. And there are so true. many charities that you can donate to. That's that's very, very true. Yeah. I know. You can I start the, the podcast now. Oh, well, was thank just, you. That was just Ooh. the one thing I wanted to say. Okay. Let's get right into it. So if you read today's title, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know if you heard that. I just got an emergency alert for a missing slash endangered elderly person in my area. Silver alert? Silver alert. Silver alert. Silver alert. No, we shouldn't do that. Um, so I hope they're found. It, hopefully in the time that it is between now and when this airs, they're found. Yeah. Um, that's that's frightening. Um, on a still frightening but slightly younger note pedro alonso lopez mm-hmm. was born on october 8th 1948 in santa isabel colombia and his father medardo reyes was a member of the country's right-wing party the colombian conservative party and was killed during la violencia which was colombia's civil war is this um, area that you're talking about the same as where sofia vergara is from yes no um <laughs> What was the other guy that her. we had talked about? We've talked about so many guys, Haley. No, uh, the the Venezuelan guy. Vargas. Oh, Doran Hell Vargas. Yeah, wasn't he active in in that area? Or am I remembering that incorrectly? 
You're putting me really on the spot here. I thought um, I remembered the the name uh, San San Cristobal. You said San Cristobal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm trying to remember if he was Luis active in Colombia. Luis is probably yelling right now. <laughs> um, and Hi, I Luis. promise, I promise, Luis. I've got like a Rolodex of useless true crime knowledge in my head, and inevitably something falls out. It's all right. It happens. Anyway, keep yes. going. Well, now I'm okay. Um, so after going back before his father's death after an argument with his wife on december 28 1947 reyes cheated on her with a sex worker named benilda lopez de castaneda who soon became pregnant by reyes um with lopez and lopez's mother was three months pregnant at the time of mirado's death okay so sucks like yeah. Can you imagine being fucking pregnant and your baby daddy is dead? Like, just fucking dead. That sucks. I think that happened to one of the teen moms. Oh, really? I, I, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, so I have no idea. It was on some, or, or 16 and pregnant, or one of those things, that, like, she was pregnant and then her uh, boyfriend passed away. And it's really fucking sad. <laughs> and that must suck. I mean, I I can't even imagine. I can't imagine my partner being dead in any capacity. But just that's gotta that's gotta yeah, be especially hard. in those circumstances. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, also, so stuff's real not quick, going great right now. No. No. Not great. Also, real quick, San Cristobal is in Venezuela, not in Colombia. Luis can stop yelling now because I'm sure he's still yelling. I said it was in Venezuela. Yeah, but not in Colombia. I'm saying he was not active in Colombia. San Cristobal is in Colombia. Oh, I mean, is is in Venezuela. It's in it's in Venezuela. Damn it, I did it again. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just super blonde today. I don't know what's going on. Um, All right, right. We can focus on this episode. Yes, let's focus on this. Um, So, Pedro Lopez, um, middle name Alonso. I don't know why I went by that. Okay. Um, (laughs) was the seventh of 13 children. Whoa. Yeah. So you're telling me she was fucking stressed while she was pregnant. Her baby daddy's dead and she's already got seven kids to look after and she's got a baby on the way. Like Jesus God. Um, Holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like pretty holy hell to me. All right. Um, Well, (laughs) so they grew up in Tolima, Colombia, and he was, according to his mother, polite as a young boy and Mm -hmm. wanted to be a teacher, which I thought was kind of, yeah, which I thought was like, that's very, that's very precocious. That's very like cute. They want to be a doctor or a teacher or like, I wanted to be a hairdresser. Um, and before that, I wanted to be a firefighter, and my mom was, like, convinced I was going to die fighting fires at four years old, and my dad was like, you need to, like, wait a minute. And then I became her worst nightmare and decided I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> but we'll save that for my next therapy session. And You always want to be an artist and just ruin your parents' dreams. It's so fun. It's so fun. Like, <laughs> who doesn't want to be a disappointment to their parents? I mean, honestly. tell. Let us know. Let us know if you want to be a disappointment just not like we are. Not this kid. We can tell you how. Yeah, that's true. You're not a disappointment. Well, neither's Kay. You guys no, okay. not me. I'm talking Jean. about this. Uh, oh yeah, well Lopez is going to be a huge disappointment. He's going to be, but when he was yet. a child, he had thoughts of not being a disappointment. Yeah, but they were pretty fucking brief uh, because Lopez later said that his mother was physically abusive to her children. And oh well, 
was also assaulted by her clients. They would fuck her and then she would be like, you can hit me if you want. Oh, well, that's what she said. She said that she let them hit her. He said that she was abused. So either way, it's a messy situation, especially for a kid to see. Yeah, Um, that's horrible. And so then as a young boy, he was kicked out of the house by his mother after he was caught fondling his one of his younger sisters. Um, No, nope. However, however, um, it was later said that growing up while watching his mother having sex and like working as a sex worker, Uh psychologists think that it may have made him assimilate sex with affection. And so then he was just showing his sister the like what he thought was affection like you see those babies you remember that video of the babies that are hugging each other and patting each other on the back because it's what they saw the adults do he was basically he was basically doing that he he has no clue what he's doing he's a little kid yeah exactly um so that being said it was weird it was gross it was wrong and he got thrown out by his mother and so as a result of displaying that affection with his sister and getting negative reinforcement, getting punished by it in one of the worst ways possible, um, that made him conclude that affection was something that should be punished. Oh. That you should not, yes. So that gave him an unhealthy look at sex, at affection, at all kinds, of, which we'll get to in the future. All um, right, so he doesn't have a, a really good go of it. Oh, currently. no, and he's got a worse go of it coming oh, up. No. Just buckle up, buttercup. Uh, so he traveled to Bogota, the capital city of Colombia, where he became one of the homeless children known as Gamines. Um, I, I got alternating. I should have actually messaged Luis and asked him how to say this, but I was dumb and I'm sorry. Um, but it's G-A-M-I-N-E-S. Mm-hmm. And he eventually joined a gang and oh. he would smoke bazooka, which was an impure form of cocaine. Ooh. Um, yes. So a child, a, a homeless child drug addict in a gang is what we're looking at. Everything just keeps going downhill. And it gets further down. If you think we're there, we ain't there yet. Um, so while he was living on the streets, a stranger approached Lopez and offered him a place to stay, which as a child, as a homeless child, he quickly accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the man instead took Lopez to an abandoned building and sodomized him, which is a- another trauma that permanently damaged his psyche. Sadly, I, as you were saying, somebody offered him a home. I'm like, yeah. I don't think this is going to end well. Oh, it never does. It never does. Only, that's really, only in that's Disney. really sad. And it gets more sad. Well, no, you just like somebody offers you a helping hand and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, finally, I like I'm catching a break. And then exactly that happens. And then which it's is the just opposite. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting no, uh, no help from anybody in his life. Right. Like whatsoever. It's really it's a fucked up situation that he was. in. Yeah. Um, this is and the, this is the making of somebody who's going to do something horrible. Making a murderer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but then it gets, it gets, like I said, it gets worse, but wait, there's more. Um, because when he was 10 years old, Lopez said that an elderly American couple found him on the streets and gave him a home by enrolling him at a school for orphans. But wait, um, all of this, him doing the drugs, joining a gang and 
yep. being attacked yep. by this person all happened yep. before he was 10. Yep. And getting kicked out of his house before he was 10? Yep. I believe uh, some sources, so a lot there were a lot of conflicting sources for this, mm-hmm. but like and I'll mention when like what they are as we get further, but there was a there there was maybe one source or there might have been two that said that he was 8 when he was kicked out. Ugh. But I'm not positive. Yeah, but I mean, with Still the timeline young. we're talking about, yeah, it, it yeah, makes it sense made that he sense. was around that age. Yeah. Yeah, that is so um, sad. But so he was enrolled in the school and he was doing pretty okay for a couple of years. And then when he was 12, he was molested by a teacher and oh he God. ran away again. Yeah. Yeah. So this kid has had now, if we're keeping track, what is that? Three negative sexual encounters? Yeah. Before puberty? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Like, it just, it's, it, I, I, again, and we've said this before, I don't condone no, what this is these just, people this do. This is just adding kindling to the fire yes. that yes, is going to... Yes, I understand to... why he was so fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Lopez would eventually, not surprisingly, speak of having a desire for vengeance for the suffering during his childhood. Well, that's what we talked about in uh, the last episode, um, Stanford Prison Experiment, mm-hmm. where... Uh, the prisoner was kept in solitary confinement for years and years and years. And he talked about when he was released, he's like, I'm not rehabilitated. Now I just want the people that hurt me to die. Right. So he, uh, he's also feeling this, that he's been nothing but abused by yep. <laughs> anyone. Anybody so, he puts his trust into all the fe- yeah. all the people out there who he's supposed to, Trust. They say go to an adult if you're in trouble. An adult comes to him, offers him a place to stay, rapes him. He, yeah, teacher. A, a teacher, his mother. Like, yeah. it's just, it's it's a very sad it's and a so very lonely existence. Yeah. yeah. So then, having grown up on the streets, Lopez was arrested at 20, 21 years old, but some reports say he was actually 18, uh, for stealing cars and selling them to chop shops, which for those mm. who don't know, they basically like take parts and they sell them. It's like a black market. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and soon after his imprisonment, he was raped by multiple men. Um, God. so now we're at four negative sexual at encounters. Le- yeah, at least four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some reports say that there were two men, others say four, um, but regardless, rather than report the sexual assault to the authorities, Lopez killed his attackers in retaliation with with a makeshift knife. And he did that over the following few weeks. So he just kind of took him out. Um, yeah, at this point, I don't blame him because no, he's been through so much that it's just like, this is the final straw. Well, and I'm yeah. finally old, old and big enough that I can defend myself. Exactly. And it's... It, what's interesting is also, so there were some conflicting reports here, um, but it was kind of largely, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. It was um, largely agreed upon, is the mm-hmm. word. Fuck, sorry, Elliot. Um, so it was largely agreed upon that the prison that he was in k- 
categorized his the murders of these men as self-defense. Okay. Um, which, like you were saying, like, you can't blame him for the trauma that he's suffered. Yeah, exactly. But, um, so, given that, a lot of accounts differ on whether he received additional jail time for the murders or not, but some mm. do say that two years were added to his sentence. Okay. So then, after his release, Lopez said that um, he started murdering young girls in Peru. He would lure his victims to remote areas, then rape and murder them. And he later claimed that by 1978, he had killed over 100 people from the mid to late 70s. Well, then. Yes. See, then this in- is, this oh, is like definite like power control killer. He He didn't have power for so much of his life. You want to say at least 18 years, he was just powerless to hold, everybody hold that thought okay hold on to that keep keep that hold hold on to that all right um so then in 1978 he was caught by a native tribe called the ayachucos who beat stripped and tortured lopez and they were preparing mm. to execute him wait 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 this is like out of a fucking movie okay this by, this all sounds like a movie plot it, it but it sounds even more like it like just trust me on this by mm-hmm. burying him up to his neck, pouring oh. syrup on his head, and letting him be eaten alive by ants. That's what they were going to do to him, and they already had him buried up to his neck when wow. a female Christian missionary from America intervened and persuaded them to hand him over to the Peruvian police instead, saying they would, they'll take care of this. Yeah. The police didn't take care of it. No, they, I would assume not. They released him and deported him back to Colombia without really considering that the crimes inflicted upon the natives were brutal and Mm -hmm. that he posed a danger not just to the tribe, but to society as a whole. Yeah. Um, But that being said, so then after he moved to Colombia, Lopez said that he was killing about three girls a week. Uh, he yeah that's that's a lot now this is where this is very this is where we kind of get into um he had no racial preference and he admitted to having been tempted at times to abduct caucasian girls including foreign tourists but refrained Mm. from doing so because he said they were more closely watched by their parents Mm, okay it's like fucking yikes but it also Um, kind of is confusing because um like you think he he wouldn't have a gender preference for who he was going to kill because he had been abused by okay hold it (laughs) (laughs) okay fine hold that thought we'll get there okay um so he would stalk his victims for an unknown amount of time before luring them away from markets with trinkets then raping them, strangling them, and dumping their bodies in shallow graves in groups of three or four. So they didn't even get their own grave. Wow. Yeah. Before they yikes. decomposed. Oh, you want to hear yikes? Oh, I'll give no. you. I will give you. I heard before they decomposed, and I was like, okay. Yep, I'm going to give you a yikes. Because before they decomposed too much, he would return and play tea parties with the corpses. Ugh. Lopez said, quote, I like the girls in Ecuador. They are more gentle and trusting, more innocent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I mentioned that here. I think I skipped that part by accident. Um, <laughs> so he, he's in he Ecuador went, now. He went from Colombia to Ecuador. Like After he, first, he came back from Peru. So he came back from, he was deported back to Colombia. He yeah. started killing girls there. And then eventually he made his way to Ecuador and continued to kill girls there. 
Um, whew, my bad. Um, so he said, I like the girls in Ecuador. They are more gentle and trusting, more innocent, end quote. Mm. Which, whew. Um, and so this is where we get into, you always do this to me. Um, so it's believed that Lopez's childhood abuse and deprivations made him assume that destroying childhood innocence was both natural and desirable. Mm. And that by killing his victims, chosen because of their perceived innocence more than their looks, who's mm-hmm. who's the most innocent of, like, adolescent boys versus adolescent girls? It's presumed yeah. to be the girl. Yeah. Um, that's, just, that's just how sexism works, honey. Um, but so then he was, in his mind, sparing them from a life of further abuse and potentially poverty, because that's what he saw. That's what, yeah, that's what he, that's what he experienced. Yes. Um, Lopez also told another journalist, Ron Leitner, who we'll get to later, uh, quote, I walked among the markets searching for a girl with a certain look on her face, a look of innocence and beauty. She would be a good girl, always working with her mother. I followed them sometimes for two or three days, waiting for the moment when she was left alone, end quote. Oh, see, the stalking part, it makes me even more uncomfortable. Yep. Yep. Like, like you hear the stories of like somebody like sitting and and like watching a house before they like break in and everything case in and, the like, house yeah and like learning the uh the timeline of all the people that live there that's more creepy to me yeah no absolutely like that's that's horrifying super absolutely not just yeah no <laughs> it's my actual nightmare <laughs> yeah like you don't want to think about the idea that somebody might be watching your every move every move yeah yeah, yeah. um especially a child like yes because they have that innocence like he was right they are that innocent yeah yeah but where he where he gets it wrong is that he preys on them yeah um he he he, we he had us in the first half not gonna lie but like whoo yeah it Um, it took a hard turn took a hard hard turn (laughs) um so then Lopez continued the murders and by the late 70s he had made his way to Ecuador at this point where Tons of girls began to go missing. Mm. Uh, the families would try to find the girls on their own, with one of the mothers even putting ads in the newspaper about her missing daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody, not even the police, no one could imagine that these girls had been murdered. Like, a lot of them thought that the girls had either run away or been victims of human trafficking or had been, yeah. like, kidnapped and sold as slaves. Like, Yeah, not just taken away and murdered. Yes, nothing that senseless. Mm-hmm. Like, as senseless as human trafficking and slavery are, like, yeah. people are still like, okay, this is they're what happened. They're still alive. It. Yes, yeah. the profit is where they're like, okay, that makes sense. Like, there's no rhyme yeah, or reason. Yeah. Um, but then, so, in the Ambato region of Ecuador in 1980, Lopez was finally caught by police when he attempted to abduct a nine-year-old daughter of vendor Carlina Ramon, from a busy market and a group of market traders caught and trapped him planning to hang him on the spot Oof! however lopez was rescued by police officers and arrested while proclaiming that he was quote a good person and that he had quote a clean heart he's getting more help now than he did when he was eight yeah because he's an adult now this that's nuts i know it's fucked up Keep going. Okay. This is getting me frustrated. 
Oh, get ready for more. So then, hang on. Hey, Haley. Yeah. Love you. I love it. Um, I've been Lopez, actively trying not to burp because I'm drinking a... Uh, seltzer? Coke. No, I'm drinking a Coke oh. from a glass bottle. Ooh, is it a Mexican Coke? Those are the best ones. It's actually a California Raspberry Coke. <gasps> Go get them because they're delightful they're right and Elliot by hates me. them. Yeah. Oh. Elliot hates everything fun. Um, no, I'm drinking a seltzer and I'm also massively bloated, so be prepared for more to come. Elliot, Good. feel free to cut the burps out. Nope. Um, I'm not even marking the time down. <laughs> <laughs> sorry going. everyone consider it like gastrointestinal asmr um Perfect. It's, it's a new thing guys i'm gonna make it a thing so then once lopez was in police custody he initially refused to cooperate with authorities until investigator pastor cordova gudino went undercover as a fellow inmate and he gained Lopez's trust, um, gave him, like, was like, hey, you want some food? Like, really, like, became Laying a friend. Laying it on thick. Yes. And he was able to get a confession from Lopez, as well as details about the sites where the victims were buried. And mm. when Lopez had been captured, police were actually initially skeptical of him because they didn't have any firm evidence and there weren't any suspects. But they were on the lookout for somebody because then in april 1980 a flash flood near ambato ecuador uncovered bodies of four children <gasps> who had been previously missing oh no ultimately the police unearthed 57 bodies Gah. some reports give the number of 53 both that's are not still okay a lot. oh honey that's a fraction oh no uh, spoiler alert! Coupled with his confessions, Lopez was charged with 110 murders. That's too many. That's excessive, I would say. I would, I would, I would tend to agree with you. Yes, I think I agreed with him up to like the first like I'm, two or three. I don't think when I he agreed those guys with him. In prison. Okay, that's fair. I, I that's agreed fair. with those. Those. That's fair. Okay, that's those fair. I was okay with. Those, that's but, a fair that's a fair one that's a fair one yeah the rest um, are, are just too much now yep but um yeah so the victims were all girls around oh age God. 9 to 12 years old mm. and while many were unidentifiable the names of two of his victims that he was charged with the murder of are Isabel Cristina Ricaldi Ricald I didn't I actually R-E-C-A-L-D-E Luis go Okay, um, and Ivanova Hakom, Hakome, J, A with an accent mark over it, C-O-M-E, I'm so sorry. Um, and then he claimed, L Lopez also claimed, I almost said Luis, I was like, oh god, <laughs> listen to no. the sentence, listen to what Luis claimed. Luis claimed to have been responsible for an additional 240 deaths in Peru and Colombia. Um, I don't no. think he would say that. I don't think he would do that. No. Um. So, no, but that would be Lopez. Lopez did yes. and would do that. Um, but, he, yeah, he did. He said that at least 240 more people. How is he keeping track of all this? I don't know. Maybe maybe all that, all that cocaine gave him a good-ass memory. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. And some psychologists are like, oh, like, they always, like, killers always try to, like, beef up their numbers and blah, blah, blah. But, like, this guy was right on the money with a lot of other things. Like, and it's also he crazy was saying, because... Oh, go ahead. 
it's it's crazy because like um he was he was killing people that were reported missing yeah and not just like like sometimes um like the green river killer targeted sex workers who right. uh would be less reported therefore he can uh have more victims without um yeah the police establishing Being, this, yeah, this type of pattern yeah. yeah but the fact that he was attacking these young girls who their parents and their families and uh, like maybe their friends were also like this person's missing all of these people are missing and how did this how did this go on for so long i i don't know and the fact that also he was doing it in public yeah how did he not get caught earlier this, yeah that is crazy to me yeah it's it's really tragic and it just and it's it, on all sides honestly like it's just there's no it's it's just there's so, no one it saw anything been, yeah exactly like there's so many things where somebody could have prevented it or even if somebody had shown him an ounce of kindness with the exception of that old american couple um yeah they were the only ones that tried to help yeah um whoo go america we fucked up everything else but we did that um but yeah no it just it's really it's really disheartening yeah and it it just keeps getting worse um (laughs) yeah um so aside from the unsighted local accounts lopez's crimes we're gonna pop into some pop culture here oh i like that i just did that by accident but i like it pop, pop into, into some, some pop culture, culture. oh i like that i'm using that from it's now a new on segment we should come up with a little themes for it copywritten tm by me <laughs> um so we're gonna pop into some pop culture god i love myself um aside from unsighted local accounts like i had said Lopez's crimes first received international attention from an interview conducted by that guy that I mentioned before that I said we'd talk about later, Ron Leitner, mm-hmm. um, who was a freelance photojournalist, and he was reporting and or reporting on and interviewing Lopez in his Ambato prison cell in 1980. And he, it, first of all, it makes sense why Lopez got like a ton of press. Like, why okay. once once Ron Leitner picked him up, everybody was like, oh, shit. Um, because at one point during the interview, he told Leitner that he only killed girls in the daylight, saying, quote, it was only good if I could see her eyes, end quote. Oof. That's, it, it just keeps getting crazier that it, not a single person saw something. Not that I know of. That's nuts. I mean, granted, they weren't living in the time of if you see something, say something. But I feel like people would still say something because of how he's been received once he's been caught all these other times. Um, But no. Yeah, he was just a real fucked up dude. And according to Leitner's report, after Lopez led police to the graves in Ecuador, he became known as, quote, the monster of the Andes. And that's like his moniker is the monster of the Andes. Um. So then on July 31st, 1981, Lopez, who is at the time now 33, pled guilty to the murders of 57 girls and was imprisoned in Ambato, where he was officially diagnosed as a sociopath. Um, 
a, a little more on that, actually, he was diagnosed as a sociopath with avoidant personality disorder, but mm. it should be noted that he was not diagnosed as a true psychopath. Okay. Just, just, just the plain old boring sociopath. Um, I, I'm kidding. I'm just worried that people won't think I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great. Um, so because of Ecuador's laws, Lopez only received a maximum sentence of 19 years, uh, which, uh, yeah, you're not the only one. <laughs> the people of fucking Ecuador, like the, everybody who is like now internationally following this story, everyone was fucking shocked. But yeah, that's people the get, like, sentence. life sentences for like drugs. Like they yeah. didn't even kill anyone. Yeah. There was there was just that guy. He had served, I think it was like twenty two years, and was recently released. I think it was for drugs. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like, and this guy yeah. only gets nineteen years, and he killed the most people of sixteen, ever? not even nineteen. Sixteen. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Um, and I don't know if it was because of this or if it was just a combination of things or what what have you but ecuador would later change its maximum prison sentence to 25 years yeah um, maybe this influenced it somehow yeah i think because everyone I would, was so outraged. i would think yeah i would think if it if it sparked national outrage that that yeah. would have but i couldn't find like a specific like why did ecuador change its yeah. maximum prison sentence um but so popping back into pop culture oh Love it. Um, a 2004 documentary of the A&E docuseries Biography reports that Lopez was released from the Ecuadorian prison that he was in, which was called Garcia Moreno Prison, on August 31st, 1994, after only serving 14 years of his 16-year sentence. Wow. So he ended up with less. Yeah. And in an interview from his prison cell, Lopez described himself as, quote, the man of the century end quote, <laughs> and okay. said he was being released for, quote, good behavior, end quotes. Great. Okay. So, anyway, an hour after his release, Mr. Man of the Century was then rearrested as an illegal immigrant <laughs> and handed over to the <laughs> Colombian authorities, and They were Lopez, waiting outside for him. They were literally waiting. They were just like, let him get his stuff, and then we're gonna take him. Yeah. Um... So Lopez attempted to stop his deportation, claiming that he had gained Ecuadorian citizenship in 1974, but he couldn't produce any evidence of this. So Shit out of off luck, to Colombia he goes. Hmm? Shit out of luck, pal. Yep. Yep. Off you go. Bye-bye. So then back in Bogota... <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> back in Bogota, Lopez protested that he was being like well not even that he was so he was just not happy that they wanted to give him a medical evaluation um he wanted them to set him free they were like let me go and mm. there was also an angry mob that had gathered outside the, like a, a fucking lynch mob they were ready to hang him yeah. and he still was like nope let me go um however they like the police wanted to keep him but nobody had ever charged lopez for murder in colombia mm. so they were still reluctant they didn't really want to set him free but they had to so they moved him to el, el espinal where he had lived decades earlier with his mom 
and mm. they just kind of hoped that one of his older victims would come forward or one of his older victims family members more specifically yeah. since like his victims if they're his victims they're dead um there was like one girl that got away um so then a the police were right and a local woman named Alba Sanchez claimed then that in 1979, she had seen Lopez walk away with her daughter, Floralba. Um, and she saw this from her home. Mm-hmm. And then later, outside of the town, Floralba's body was found raped and strangled, which is mm-hmm. the M.O. Yeah. That of Lopez's murders in Ecuador. Yeah. So then Lopez was found guilty after a short trial, but his defense attorney demanded that he should be at least subjected to a psych psych eval first. And he was ruled insane in 1995 and institutionalized in the psychiatric wing of a Bogota hospital. Mm. And in February 1998, after a new evaluation, um, Bogota, not Bogota. I don't know why. I do know why, but... It's just because my brain doesn't work. Keep going. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm like <laughs> out. I'm like, whoo, out my mind. So then in February 1998, after a new evaluation, somehow Lopez was declared sane and released. Good. Oh, no. You want to hear good? He was released on $50 bail. Um. Yep. What now? Mm-hmm. Under the conditions that he continue receiving psychiatric treatment and report himself to the police every month. Oh, I'm sure he's going to do that. Well, guess what? He did neither. Oh, my God. Shocking, you don't I know. Say. I, I do say. Say it ain't so. Um, so the news of Lopez's release unsurprisingly caused hysteria in Ecuador. Um, and people were just like, he became like the boogeyman. Yeah. People were just like, oh, I uh, like, I bet he's here. I bet he's there. Um, it was rumored that he had been seen in the northern part of the country at that time, but that's never been confirmed. And then the next time that he resurfaced, he was in El Espinal. Espinal. I can't fucking do it. He was in El Espinal. That's where he was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, when he visited his mom. So he shows up at his mother's door and in a TV interview, his mom later admitted that she thought he was going to kill her because he blamed her, quote, for every pain in his heart, end quote. And like, honestly, yeah, like he later said he wanted vengeance, like after all of that shit went down. So like, it makes sense. Like, what's what's the root of the problem? Well, your mom kicked you out of the house as a child. Um, And also on top of that. She had protested his release from prison. Like, they notified her when he was going to be released, and she basically testified saying, don't let him out. Yeah. Um, so, all that being said, she's basically like, I'm gonna die. And Lopez just calmly told her, get on her knees, because he wanted to give her a blessing. And okay. afterwards, he demanded his, quote, inheritance in life, end mm-hmm. quote, and argued with his mother that he had no means to sustain himself. Now, his mom, who was completely impoverished, she had fucking nothing. And she basically gave him what she had, which was a few bills that she kept in a drawer and an old bed that Lopez took apart to sell for pieces. Um, All right. Another like account of this that I read said that he actually just took 
her only bed and chair. That's how poor she was and sold them. I don't know which is true, but they both kind of suck. Yeah. It doesn't sound fantastic either way that you try to spin it. Yeah. Um, But then after that, Lopez disappeared again, just went completely off the grid and no one knows where he is. Um, The documentary series, the A&E bio series, um, says that Interpol released an advisory for his rearrest by Colombian authorities over a fresh murder in 2002, and that warrant is still out. Um, This motherfucker is still out there? Yeah. (gasps) As of 2019, his location is still unaccounted for. Oh my god. My god, too. Yeah. Um, and so the murder in 2002, the reason they wanted him was because the MO, again, like, fit his earlier crimes. And like I said, nobody knows where he is, but there are some reports. There are, there are, you know how the rumor mill works. Yeah, Um, especially for someone that is, like, a literal boogeyman. Yes, yes. Um, some people claim that he's incarcerated at an undisclosed location. Uh, some say that he's living in Tolima Department, Colombia. Others say that he's a homeless man in Bogota. And that he was, mur- the final one, it was that he was murdered after some of his relatives of his, or not some of his relatives, some of the relatives of his victims put a bounty on his head. So he just got fucking murked. Yeah, I can, um, I can kind of believe like any of those. Exactly. Like I can see all of those and there's one more that we're going to talk about that i'm going to get into in a sec but first of all so back to ron leitner his interviews were widely published first in the chicago tribune on july 13th 1980 and then in the toronto sun and the sacramento bee on july 21st 1980 and over the years in many other north american papers and foreign publications including the national Enquirer. so he got like a lot of longevity out of this story yeah um, apart from Leitner's account, there were two brief Associated Press Wire reports, and the story was published in The World's Most Famous Murders by Boren Blundell, and it's found its way into a lot of serial murder anthologies, uh, both in print and online. And this includes a novel by the University of New Mexico's Dr. Dirk Gibson, and the book is titled Serial Killers Around the World, The Global Dimensions of Serial Murder, and... In the book, Gibson discusses Lopez. He also has Mm. talked about him in interviews. Um, And then finally, a little fun fact in terms of books. Guinness World Records also briefly credited Lopez as the most prolific serial killer. Yeah. Um, Which I was going to say, yeah. Based on the numbers that are alleged. Yeah, that seems about right. He's given Liz Battery a bit of a run for her money. That's true. Um, But so aside from the printed works and from the biography episode uh lopez isn't really remembered or mentioned in film or television aside from a few allusions to him and his crimes on criminal minds um and while lopez has yet to be directly mentioned or referenced on the series he appears to have been the inspiration for a few unsubs Mm -hmm. um And so I'll get into those on season five, episode 12, which is the Uncanny Valley. 
episode. That's the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the unsub Samantha Malcolm was also a serial killer and abductor who was abused as a child. And she also played tea party with her victims. Okay. And then on season six, episode nine, Into the Woods, unsub Shane Wyland was also a drifter and a pedophilic and ephebophilic. Ephebophilic. Yes. Um, I wasn't going to include it, but it's for people who have like a thing for preteens, basically. Oh. And I was like, you know what? No, that's important. Exactly. I was like, that's that's important. Like, they deserve to be recognized. Not not the (laughs) (laughs) wait. No, the victims deserve to be recognized. There we go. We're good. We got this. Um, So he was a serial killer and abductor who was active along a mountain range spanning different jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Lopez, the character also targeted children between the ages of like eight or nine to 12 years old and uh-huh. had a specific gender preference. Um, the difference here is that Lopez targeted girls while Wyland targeted boys, though he did at one point abduct a girl too. Okay. Um, and then they both stalked, abducted, killed, and buried in shallow graves. Um, and both abductors also had a sexual element to their crimes. Lopez raped his victims while Wyland molested his. Mm. And they became serial killers after a previous stint in prison. Wow. Yes. And finally, the ending scene of the episode with Wyland evading capture and walking into the woods while still at large is also reminiscent of a rumor, another rumor of what happened to Lopez, which was that people claimed that he walked into the Colombian jungle and was never seen again. Okay. And that, my boo thing, is Pedro Alonso Lopez. What a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I felt <laughs> bad for him for like a little while. You feel bad in the beginning. Like, yeah, cuz that's a, that's a really sad story. It's a and tragic fucking like, story. Yeah, you want him to, like, turn his life around and, like, do good with stuff and, like, open an orphanage for children like him. But then he did a different thing. Then he did the do. It's like Oliver Twist on speed, honestly. It's like like if Oliver Twist was... was Huh? Smoking? Unpure crack? Is that what he was smoking? Yeah, basically. Unpure cocaine. um, Or impure. But, yeah, no. It's... It's... It's if Oliver Twist hadn't gotten all that love from Nancy and everybody else. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing that happens and exists. Yeah. And it's crazy that especially, um, like big true crime fans. Yeah. It's not one of the first names you think of yet. No. He's like probably one of the biggest serial killers. Exactly. He was in the fucking Guinness world records yeah like he's in the company of snoop dog and fucking I, who's that guy that like ate people. all the dumplings no 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 snoop dog just <laughs> drank the world's largest gin and juice i'm sorry okay um, i don't think snoop dog's ever killed somebody i i don't know i'm gonna make I mean, that i wouldn't i would i wouldn't hold it against it not whoa, all right whoa. so i no 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 no. that doesn't that see i told you my brain is broken <laughs> you're accusing Snoop um, dog of murder no no i just wouldn't be surprised because he's just one that takes no shit all right then Fine. like you I'm heard it here saying, first 
I'm not saying that he did. Oh, God, can we end the episode? Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't need this. I don't Rate, need review, this. Subscribe. Okay, I'm going to start my own podcast. <laughs> Good luck. I don't even know. <laughs> We've done enough damage for one week, I think. I have enough brain damage to last me a lifetime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, go to our website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com, and Ye- click all of our links in our link tree to see Ye- our social media or to listen on your your podcast hosting site of choosing. Um, yes, we're on them all. Streaming site. Um, yes. Our preferred streaming sites are Podcoin because they give you money, and Apple Podcast because it gives you the opportunity to review us. Yes. Um, and what am I missing? Go to our social media. Our Facebook is Crime Culture Podcast. Our Instagram yeah. is Crime Culture Podcast. Our Tumblr is Crime Culture Pod because we like to be different and quirky. Um, no, the Tumblr email, is Crime Culture Podcast. I the said our, our Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. Oh, that's okay, what I meant. sorry. I have brain damage. Um, I, I don't have hay fever anymore. I have brain damage. Um, and what else? What else? Our email is crimeculturepod yes. at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and so you can yeah. get in touch with us. And, and our Patreon exists. Yes, Patreon.com slash crimeculture. I think yes. it's cl- slash crime um, culture. It might be slash crime culture podcast. Please hold. It's on the link. Elevator tree. music. But anyway, if you join the Patreon at a certain level, you have the ability to vote in a uh, poll. Patreon only poll. Yes, Patreon only poll where you get to choose one of the episodes that comes out in the next month. So or last month. month we yeah. So last month we had a poll. And I'm going to be doing that episode shortly. First, I have to take a little bit of a field trip to uh, get a little more information. So, ooh, and for the tease. record, it is crime culture. Patreon.com/slash crime culture. Perfect. So the brain damage isn't that deep no, yet. No, we know things. Know a few things. We know things every now. so often. I drink anyway. and I know things. Huh. Except we're drinking California Raspberry Coke and watermelon seltzer. Yeah. But we well, know I finished mine a while ago. Oh, no, I'm still nursing As soon mine. as I get off of here. Oh, I, I guarantee Elliot's going to find some baby burps in there. But Good. that's okay. That's anyway. okay. You know what? We're all human. Most of us. We'll, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Bye.